is yet to come. Get ready. We're online. You're listening to the hottest internet station on the Culture Radio Network. Five, four, three, two, one. The DJ Chapman Show. We just get started. Welcome to the show. We have a special guest in the building, comedian Loose Cannon, with another Loose Cannon moment. What's happening? What's happening, family? It's your main man, T.J. Chapman. Yes, sir. We're back with another episode, and I will not be um, talking about your smile. Absolutely. I will not be talking be, about how beautiful you are. Don't be flirting with me like you uh, are. We but listen. Consequences and repercussions. <laughs> but listen, man. Listen, man. Listen. We back with another great episode, man. This 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 week is going to be awesome. Um, my co-host that sits up in here with the beautiful smile, as luscious as she can be, handling some personal business. Yes. You know, got to take care of that personal now, side. To be clear, my smile is beautiful too. You just don't think I, it's beautiful. I, I, that's why we homeboys. I'm not. I'm just say, hey, <laughs> hey, girl, if, hey. If the girl, if the girls like it, then hey, that's that's fine. They they the one going to acknowledge. I'm gonna just like, all right, bro. Oh, we got we got to hit the positive. Cause see, now I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all know real quick. Now the intern told me it was on. When I when I came in, I say Darius, am I on? <laughs> he say you on, you know. <laughs> but see, but see here here here's the thing here's the thing about it, you know. Cause he's uh he's he's in, he's at he's at the uh, big table, he's at the big table tonight. You know, and and it's kind of you know he used to holding the mic, and talking with the mic. Now you got the lapels. Hands free. We started here with me at the big table. And we and we had we had we had we had the big we had the big mics then. Sent right in front of us, remember? Well, we See him here only remember. Welcome, look out. Welcome, welcome. Boy, look at here. Welcome. So hey. tonight on the TJ Championship. What we got going on tonight, big Pen? Man, we got we got a lot, man. This this week is I, I call it crunch week. Okay. You know, there there's there's a there's a big uh primary race out there. Mm-hmm. Full of candidates for different positions in our local area and and tonight's you know topic is just simple I mean we're talking about you know voting lives matter and your vote matters because a lot of people are just kind of on the fence about this person that person and you know I can tell you who to vote for that person can tell you who to vote for but at the end of the day it always comes down to doing your research and finding out what how that person has you know what they've been fighting for to get into this position, okay? And so, you know, we're not going to be political tonight because I'm not a political show. I'm entertainer, though. We're going we're gonna to entertain y'all tonight. But at the same time, we got, we got two um, candidates tonight that's actually going to be in the primary, um, on the primary ballot. Okay. And, um, and joining us tonight is going to be, you know, first to kick us off is Michaela Nick. She is actually running for the Ninth Circuit Court uh, Group 1 um, judicial race. Okay. And um, we're going to talk to her momentarily. Um, but before we can go even further, man, I, Michaela, I'm going to just need you to relax. It's yeah, like, she it's like she, the weather lady. She's like, you know, uh, this, let me look at it. Okay, you go this, here. This afternoon we have thunderstorms projected, <laughs> you know, at 12%, you know. Just, <laughs> 12% of rain. Yeah, and you know, she looked like the broadcaster when they waiting on the camera to click in right about. <laughs> so just relax. That's all we do. We just relax and we have a great time on yeah. the show. 
Listen, this ain't no political um, if, forum. I don't drink, but if you wasn't running to be a judge, I'd offer you some cognac right about now. And we, got, and we got it in the back. <laughs> it's only the best, the Cavassier. Yes, sir. So um, now, before we get started, man, we all know that uh, Biden just announced his mate vice president. And, um, and there's, there's a lot of different, you know, opinions about it. Okay. You know, yay. Some say nay. And they're like, oh, shit. What just happened? So I'm not going to get into that. But Joe Biden has now announced his running mate, Camilla Harris, out of yes. California, Senator. So enough of that. How was your weekend, player? My week was great, man. I'm looking forward to this weekend. You know, we'll be at you got? Angels you once got? again. Oh, yeah. Who, uh, who you got we, coming this time? Uh, we got Corey Fernandez out of California. Oh. Um, and uh, we got, you know, our friend, a uh, friend of the show, uh, T Tim Allen, the black one. Yes. Uh, and also we got a funny guy out of my town uh, by the name of DJ Santana. So. He black? No, but he's funny. He's funny. Okay, Funny Santana. Knows no color, you know? Santana. Santana. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, you got Santana, like, yeah, he black. But, you know, how you be this black? Is the and whitest got of white boys, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I like it. I like it. So, how can they, how can they get the tickets? Once again, you can go on uh, comedianloosecannon.eventbrite.com and get a ticket. You can follow me on social media. You can direct uh, message me and I can send you the link or we can set up a ticket delivery. I'm on Comedian Loose. I'm uh, on all social media. As comedian Lewis Cannon. So. Wow, I, th I think I think we should go ahead and get started. Yes, absolutely. You know, because I'm definitely interested in in, in uh, the weather lady over here, where she got. And she all she all uptight. I told her just just relax, and I mean I know she kind of tall. Usually, Darius have to tell people to hold the microphone up, but she ain't put it down not once. Not once. You know? <laughs> not once. And that, and, that was, and that was like the, the interesting part about it. It's like, you know, most time we tell people, like, you know, hey, don't hold it down here. Don't hold it over there. Hold it right here. But as soon as she got the mic, she was, bam, ready. The weather lady. You get so, interviewed a lot, I can see. She is ready. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. You know what I'm saying? And that's, so, what, and that's what time it is. So She got my vote. She got my Just for the sake of comedy, you know, if I go to court and my judge got a lace front on, I, I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> I'm going to be okay. <laughs> Now you see why he's sitting in the funny chair. <laughs> Man, we're going to get it. Okay, I, you know, I, I, I'm going to jail, but I ain't going to get overcharged or over-sentenced. <laughs> you know, if I'm guilty, I'm going to jail. You gonna, Justice will be served, you know what I'm saying? But I won't be over-sentenced. I'm going to get a fair trial. Just like that? Straight like that, you know? <laughs> wow. So we're going to get... Right into it. Absolutely. All right. Get into it. And, and we have and we have we have we have we have um Michaela Nix on the show. Absolutely. And um she is actually in the judicial race for the Ninth Circuit Court, um, Group One. And so, Michaela, yes. relax. I'm relaxed. It's me. But well, she got. I never seen a, a perfect like posture. On the couch, I'm talking about she ain't wavered. There's no back line. There's no hump in your back and bend your none of that. It's just straight up. <laughs> it's just straight up. So tell us a little about yourself and, you know, for those who may not know who you are. Great. So uh, my name is Michaela Nix, and as indicated before, I am running uh, for the Ninth Circuit, which encompasses all of Orange and all of Osceola County. It's a nonpartisan race, and I'm running in Group 1. 
Um, a little bit about myself. My family's been here since 1887 in a small town outside of Micanopy called Rochelle. Uh, community service is pretty much in my DNA. Um, once my great-great-grandfather um, came and to his own, uh, he built a church. My church is 137 years old at the Hall Methodist Church. And um, I got married there. My son was baptized there. Um, I can say that rednecks come in all colors, uh, definitely from a small country town. Uh, but I was raised in Miami. I went to New World School of the Arts. Then I went to University of Central Florida, go Knights. Uh, and then I went to FAMU College of Law here in Orlando. Um, now I'm a solo practitioner in the area of family law. Um, and so we are very excited about family law just because it pretty much touches every division. Um, in that circuit court. So I've done domestic violence cases, I've done mental health, probate, juvenile dependency. Um, I pretty much touched every area inside of that courtroom. Um, I've done over 65 bench trials, uh, over me 250 mediations. I'm actually a former mediation uh, mediator, pardon me, myself. Um, teach at Valencia and Seminole State. Um, I was elected to the 2016 Charter Review Commission. So basically, I always tell people I am a champion of families and I'm a champion of the community. Uh, community service is very important to me, and um, that's a little bit about me. Wow, that, wonderful. That, Thank that, you. that was a pamphlet of knowing who she is, summed up very nicely. And that posture still have not moved, Absolutely. not one bit. So you have your own law firm. I do. Nick's Law, PA. Um, what does what does your your law firm practice and specialize in? I mean, I know you touched on it a little bit, but can you talk to us a little bit about that? So, uh, my law firm we emphasize on making sure that there's meaningful contact between both parents. Um, I found that sometimes that uh, one side may not get a fair shot. So, we work with a lot of fathers, um, very father friendly. I host a father's appreciation event every single year for the last seven years. When I say that I'm involved in the community, I just don't talk the talk. I walk the walk. Um, and that means that I put my own money into the community. I adopt a family every year. We're at any type of breast cancer, feeding the homeless. Um, I am very active in our community. And I'm very, my law firm is a champion of families because families are very unique. They're going to be all different types. Uh, there may be families who live with grandparents. Um, there may be families with just a single parent in the home. There may be two parent homes. My job is to make sure that there's reasonable and meaningful contact between both parents because at the end of the day it's not about the adults it's about those kids and those kids thrive when they're in family situations whether that is a two-parent home a one-parent home a grandparent home they have um homes and that's what i'm about champion of families in all angles so i know you about to say what i'm probably about to say yeah so how, yeah. Will, you, uh, <laughs> how will you use your platform if elected judge to uh, further your cause of uh you know keeping families together well, that's great. Um, so when I'm elected as a judge, I am no longer an advocate. So I switch hats. So I'm not advocating for one side or the other. Um, when a lawyer comes into my courtroom, um, if elected, they're going to feel that I am not picking a side. I am not taking any type of biases. I am not using any of my past experiences and now putting it on their experiences because this is an adversarial process. And so if you're a pro se litigant, meaning that you don't have an attorney, or you are a, uh, a lawyer, you're going to feel that my courtroom is non-biased and it's open. And so what I can say to that is I can make people feel comfortable. Just like I made people feel comfortable when I was a lawyer, making sure that there was meaningful contact between all the parents, um, or as a mediator. I'll do the same thing in the courtroom. People want to be heard. Um, a courtroom is about calling balls and strikes. But when you lose or win, you need to come out there saying, whew, that judge was fair. 
that judge had integrity and that judge wasn't for one side or the other. And that is where I can take my expertise and experience to that courtroom to the next level. Okay. Okay. So how did you get into, you know, politics? Like what motivated you? So I'm not a politician, uh, but what motivated me to be on the bench is that for a couple of different reasons. Um, one, when I was very young, my dad has always been um, involved in my life, and he is big on civic duty. So I got to, to go to the courthouse when I was very young. Um, my dad made sure that his girls, we have, I have three um, sisters, and he made sure that the girls went to the courtroom. We saw jury trials. Um, we were able to get that courtroom access. And so I told my dad one day after going to one of the courtroom experiences, wow, that judge was cool. He was funny. Um, he made everybody feel at ease. And I told my dad, I'm going to be a lawyer and then I'm going to be a judge. Um, my dad was a type of parent that if you said you wanted to do something, he was going to make it work. He was going to try his best to find someone. So we didn't have too many judges of color. Um, but he found me someone, Judge Williams, and I was a couple people actually, but Judge Williams was a person that I went to that courtroom during the take your daughter to work day. I'm not really sure if they still have those anymore, but the take your daughter to work day, and he was like my dad, and he showed me the ins and outs of the chamber, and it was a great experience. Now, I fast forward that about mm, 20 years, and I was reading an article um, written by Orlando Sentinel, Shannon Green, and I say her name all the time because she doesn't even know probably how impactful her article was. And the title was, even in 2019, Central Florida communities are seeing their first judges. Um, and so I read the statistics that was written in the Sentinel, which was 84% of our judges in Florida are white, 9% are Hispanic, and 6.6% are black. Um, and and I, it actually touched my soul. Um, I'm a Christian, so for me, it was a faith-based thing. And I told God, gosh, I don't know if I want to do this. This is not for me. You know, please put someone else there. Uh, we need them, but maybe not me. Um, and I prayed on it, fasted on it, and it kept coming in my spirit. And so I did some more research, and I realized, man, we got to Somebody has to be the change agent. Somebody has to be the first person. Uh, you can't just keep sitting back saying, someone needs to do something. Someone needs to do something. Gotta so I said, uh, that's right. So I said, all right, Michaela, put me in the game, coach. Let's go. Um, and so I decided to run for the circuit court position. And if elected, I would be the first African-American woman to ever be elected in a contestant race. Uh, contested race, we only had one, and that was in 1991 with uh, Belvin Perry, who was our former chief judge. So I'm very excited about this. Um, win or lose, the next person's going to see me, and they're going to say, I can do it too. Wow. That very, very inspiring. Very yes. Inspiring. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate Absolutely. the good work that you're intending to do. <laughs> this guy. Because you, you, like, you're right, so you got to start somewhere. Right. you got to start somewhere. So. Now, now, just to go, you know, backpedal just a little bit about, you know, practicing for, you know, child support and mm -hmm. the, you know, family matters and, Different thing because uh, this this question actually coming from some of the li the, the guy listeners out there. Of course. Because they they was like, hold on, she 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 good with child support and all the other good stuff. So and you can look it so, up when we talking to you, and then when you want to talk to the people, you look directly in that camera. Got it. Bam, just like that. You know so um, one one of the one of the questions was that <laughs> why do females put good fathers on child support? Well, I don't think it's a female thing. Um, I think that's not fair to say that females put a person on child support. Um, but they done broke up, so. Yeah, it, it could be that. Um, so I don't want to say that females do it so much. I think that uh, we're in a generation where we are, our value system has changed, right? So we have more people that are unmarried than married. And the Florida law itself says that if you're an unmarried man, 
you don't actually have rights to your child, chapter 742. So you have to what I call title the baby. So it's not a female thing, it's the Florida statute thing. So I wanna make sure that men know that. Sometimes it's, it's really not your child's mother, or sometimes it can literally just be the state of Florida who has placed you on child support. So I don't necessarily think it's fair to always say that it's the woman. But doesn't it start with, with, with the woman? Like the court angles randomly like said, okay, after you get, you know, you, the baby's born, hey, do you want to put the daddy on child support? Not true at all. Actually, no? actually the state does say that. They do? So in certain situations. So oh, the state snap. says, See? hey, Boom. if you're receiving any type of benefits, right, uh, government assistance or any benefits like that, then you need to identify the father of the child. And then the state gets their money back through that source. So it's not always that, right? Sometimes a, a woman individually puts that person on child support. Um, to be honest with you, the men who come to my law firm are never deadbeat dads. I tell people all the time, I don't know deadbeat dads. Uh, people come to my office are amazing fathers. And so um, sometimes the fathers put themselves on child support. I've seen um, that. I, yeah. I had a relative or two put themselves on child support so that they can get those visitation rights. Correct. Yes. So, so like we just talked about, um, the statute says that you have you don't have access to your child if you're unmarried. Um, that you, the, basically the woman has 100% or sole parental responsibility. And so sometimes, like I said, it, it's, a, it's, it's a hard line there. So I don't want to say to the ladies out there who are listening to all, as well, like, well, I didn't put my, my guy on child support, you know? So if you're getting some type of state benefits, the state will say, hey, identify the father in order to receive these benefits. So I think that's important to say. Um, I think it's important to say, like I said before, that some people put themselves on child support attached to the visitation. Um, and then I think that sometimes, uh, you know, different situations, some people just put themselves on child support. Uh, the woman does put them on child support. So you have a variety of different ways. There's, uh, but majority you know, of the time is because that, you know, to be in vengeance, right? No? I don't want to say yes. that. No? Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily no? say that as well. You know, something like that, that will come down to an individual basis. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Some people might think this guy's funny. Some people might not. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> That's a, a good one. <laughs> I, I, I said went into that one. That's a great. Wow, man. Come back. <laughs> hey, listen, man. I hope I hope that that I answer. Have a judge with a sense of humor. <laughs> I hope that answered your question, sir. Um, that that's listening because they chimed in and wanted great. to ask that question. So hopefully that helped you out in. Before she leaves, she's going to give you her information on how you can contact her if you want Definitely. some more information. Because she is for the men. She is for the for guys. The, I'm for the children. She's, the cheering. The cheering. Yeah. Because the, it's the you not for the adults. Trouble, no. Huh? I, I think it's important. Huh? Because I, a lot of people say that. Oh, yeah. Michaela, you're for the men. And in reality, I'm for the children. Yeah. And if you have I stay with a Daddy. male contact in your life, Statistics show that the kids do better. Statistics show that the women, the little girls, grow up differently when they have a male figure in their life. The, the young men grow oh, yeah. up differently when they have a male figure. And I really want to make sure that we're emphasizing that. Male figure. Because sometimes that won't come in a father's role. Sometimes that will come in a grandfather's role or a church member's role. The bottom line is male figure. Um, and I'm really, really a big advocate about that. Um, like I said before, I host an annual event every single year. Hopefully we get to talk about that a little bit more. Well, we're um, we, we, we going to talk about it now since you're talking about it. <laughs> Definitely. So um, like I said before, I don't talk the talk like some people do. I actually walk the walk. So you're not going to see me first time, you know, doing some type of community service event. Um, that's just not me. I do community service events before I was running. And I think that that's important. 
to the viewers out there, please do your research. Don't just get caught up with the campaigns. And that's any campaign. Go and see what they did five years ago. Go see what they did two years ago. See what they were in the community three years ago. Because if you've never seen them, but till now they're asking for your vote, for me, that's a problem. So I think that we have to go and engage people. We have to do our own independent research and look at those. And I bet that when you do that independent research, you'll see that Michaela's all throughout the community. Whether it's talking to the Orlando Juvenile Justice Detention Kids, which I do every year for the last eight years, whether that's hosting my own event, which is a Father's Appreciation event, where I get over 700 fathers and their families to come out for free and enjoy the day. And I'm talking about the first one we had it at Grand Prix, then we had it at Hoo's, then we had it at Fun Spot, then we had it at Dave & Buster's, then I had um, one this year at the Amway Arena. It was a celebrity basketball game with Floyd Mayweather and uh, Chris Johnson. And I invited all the dads out and we went to the Orlando Magic um, and they had tickets. And it's just so amazing to see the interactions with these families because it's just not men that come. They bring their wives, their girlfriends, it's a whole family affair. And that's just a small piece of my community service. I sat wow. on the Orange County Charter Review Commission in 2016, which was appointed by the former mayor, Teresa Jacobs, and the Orange County Commission Board, where I actually sat and I identified our charter and um, our co what we call our maybe our constitution. And we went over to everybody in that Orange County arena on different areas. I was the chair of that constitutional revisions committee. I also am um, at the Orlando Lutheran Tower Center, which is a senior citizens facility. I make sure that I sit on that board. I am the president, uh, former president of the Citrus Club. Um, I am a part of AEI. I do a lot of community service. I believe in it. I adopt a family every year. I feed the homeless every year. I do homeless um, reach outs every year. So Michaela's not just running in the community. I'm from the community and I'm a part of the community. In other words, vote for the sister. She deserves it. So, <laughs> all right, so before, before, like sometimes. so before, so before we go, um, you know, you're talking about, you know, the Ninth Circuit. Um, just tell the people a little bit real quick. What does the Ninth Circuit consist of? Like what area? Good. I mean, I'll even go a little bit further because sometimes people don't know what a circuit judge actually is yes. or the difference. So I want to talk to you guys about that a little bit as well. So the Ninth Circuit, there's 20 circuits. Um, the Ninth Circuit is going to encompass all of Orange and all of Osceola. So if you live in Orange County, it doesn't matter what your political affiliation is, you can vote for me. If you live in Osceola, no matter what your political affiliation is, you can vote for me. I will be on everyone's ballots. It's a nonpartisan race. When we talk about circuit judges, you're talking about two levels. You have a county judge, then you have your circuit judge. So a circuit judge is going to hear things of what we call like the general jurisdiction. So they're going to hear family cases. They're going to hear uh, things of cases and controversies over a certain limit. Um, they're going to hear felonies. They're going to hear mental health and guardianship. And I also think this is important because we talk about bench trials and jury trials and who has this kind of experience. The chief judge is going to place you wherever they feel that you're the strongest. So if the chief judge determines what area to put you in, um, it's almost like he can put you anywhere. He can put you, he can, if I get elected, um, I can be put in criminal. I can be put in civil. I can be put in family. There is no bracket that you're automatically going to go into, if that makes sense. The chief judge will just put you pretty much anywhere, just so like, Mm -hmm. So to be clear, uh, for the people and, and for those that are not aware, uh, you know, this, from what you're explaining and from what I hear from you, that uh, there's a ranking 
and judges. You know, and at the top there's the chief judge. Yes. Then there's your circuit judges, and then your county judges. Correct. Now, this, the chief judge is just a, um, an administrator. Per, okay. That's just like a, a role. Like, Belvin Perry was our chief judge. Yes. Uh, that means that there's going to be one person that does some administrative things. That one um, chief judge may determine who goes where and the rotation of the judges. So the chief judge is not necessarily over anyone. He is uh, picked to yes. be that, that role. And it's a very important role. And I think our chief judge and the Ninth Circuit is, is doing a great job. So how can the viewers mm -hmm. and the listeners follow you? Sure. So social media is the thing. Um, you can go to my Instagram, which is electnix2020, um, and that ha the, pa the pound, the hashtag, sorry. I just got Facebook not too <laughs> long ago, so I'm not a, um, a real big social media person. And then you can go to my Facebook, which is um, elect Michaela Nix 2020 as well. And you'll see a plethora bit of information on that. Um, if you are a person that likes to read and go onto the websites and do some research that way, then you can go to www.nix2020. So that's elect Nix 2020. Facebook is Michaela Nix 2020. Or you can go to my website, Nix 2020. Try to keep it simple. Wow, just like that. As you can see, my glass is empty. So that means I need to get a refill of some cognac. You guys go get your wine. You come on back. Uh, once again, thank you for joining us, and we will see you actually tomorrow on our panel discussion that we're going to have tomorrow. And I cannot wait for that. It's, it's going to be so excited. I'm 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 excited. What's going to happen? Um, it's something that the community wanted. It's something that you know was needed. You okay. know because there there's been a lot of rumors going on. And and we and people want to know, hey, listen, we haven't heard it directly from the horse's mouth. So now is the time to be able to say, hey, put those rumor to rest. And so this open discussion is basically going to um, bring that to the forefront, amongst other things that, you know, for those people who are out there that straddling the fence and to give that that final push, because next Tuesday, a week from tonight, it's the primary elections all over. And so it's like, you know, hey, here's the final push. And so this is what tomorrow night is going to be. I'm excited, and I can't wait. Um, and Well, I just want to say thank you. This show is doing some things that are really critical. Although you guys are really hilarious, and you all also have your own uh, non-political shows, I just think that win or lose, this is very needed. I'm super excited that you guys are having it. Um, your listeners are a variety of different listeners that need to hear these messages. So, like, two thumbs up. I mean, this is, this, is, this is what we do. And we learn a lot from great people like you about, you know, who is who and what is what. So that's another great thing about the show. Yeah. You know, so. Wow. And continue so, to do your great works in the community. Thank you. So, so, like I said, my glass is empty. I need a refill. Michaela Nix, y'all. We'll see you tomorrow night for the big panel discussion. Definitely. Um, and one more time, tell the people how they can follow you. I was not drinking, and it no, was. was not. Didn't have a single glass. <laughs> Didn't no, even sorry. want no water. Uh, it is, a, thank you, it is Facebook, which is Elect Michaela Nix 2020. And then we have an Instagram, which is Elect Nix 2020. And that's in like Nancy, I like ice, X like X-ray. Wow. Keep it locked. The best is yet to come.
back. My, my, my. Um, you just listened to uh, Michaela Nix, and, um, you know, she, 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 she spoke what she needed to speak. And so I got my refill, so I'm ready to go. I'm ready to rock and roll. It was like, it was like hold on, wait a minute. You really drinking yak? Uh, absolutely. I mean, this is my show. Kabasi, man. So we back. And with one of my favorite people in politics today, you know, my hometown girl. Hometown girl. Yeah. You want you want you want to introduce her? Absolutely. You want to go go ahead and introduce her. Go ahead and introduce her. I want to introduce. I, I call her my mayor. She she ran and almost won. All right. You know, it just we didn't get out. We didn't do enough. You know, to where we could have had a fantastic mayor like Pasha Baker. You know, I know Pasha Baker from when you know I was graduating college. You know, with my business degree and. I remember going to the Goldsboro Museum when it first opened. I remember meeting Miss Frances Oliver, who I found out was my grandmother's best friend. Mm. And I was telling her mm. that I, I wanted to start I remember that story. <laughs> and, uh, and she told me, well, you need to talk to Pasha. So she, she gave me this address. She gave me this phone number. And I went to this, this office on Lake Eola, you know. And I think you and your cousin, yeah, uh, Miss Natalie. Natalie Jackson, had an office on yeah. uh, Lake Eola. And all I've ever known this woman to do yeah, you know, a lot of people, like, they run for office and you have to look them up. I don't have to look up Posh Baker because all I ever known, like, I, I knew Thank it was, you. her business was helping people start businesses and yeah. just achieve helping the goals that like they want to go. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that too, yeah. you know. But I'm sure that anybody could have came to you and got the help that they deserve or wanted. So, Definitely. and I, I've, just, I've just known her to be a kind, beautiful soul. And very fiscally responsible. I mean, I didn't qualify, even though, you know, we did. I remember Pasha telling me she wouldn't loan me $5 because, you know, I had them student loans, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but just a, a trustworthy person and, you know, just a great person that, like I say, all I've ever known her to do is is be helpful to others. So if you if you be kind enough to circle her on your ballot, I don't think you'll regret it. And we're gonna we're gonna get into who needs to circle that ballot and that and that and that bullet point. Um, and that was a great introduction. Thank you for that glowing endorsement, and thank you so much for over the years all your support. You know, I, I believe in su supporting our own, like I said, um, and that's the way I was raised. I was raised in an all-black community. I still live in an all-black community today. Yeah. I never left that community. Yes. Um, and, and so that's a reflection of who I am. That's the way I was raised. You help each other. Wow, that, that's amazing. And I want to welcome you personally to the show. Thank you, TJ. Finally, a pleasure yes. to meet you. He got on velvet, y'all. It's coming velvet. To, coming to America. It's velvet. Stop velvet. Yes, it's velvet. <laughs> Listen, and wait, wait, till you, wait till you see me tomorrow night. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have Don't you have on no Steve Harvey suit now? No, nah, I ain't gonna have on no suit. I'm gonna have a new velvet color that y'all ain't seen me in. What? In August, y'all. In August. In August. Velvet. Don't uh, you do that, baby blue. Li listen, I already got one. Whew. Do you got the shoes to match? If you got some baby blue Gucci shoes to match with the no. baby blue blazers, don't don't hurt them. No, I ain't, don't I ain't, hurt them. I, I, I ain't got I ain't got I ain't got the blue suede. Or oh, the blue velvet. I got. I do got some um, black velvet though. Black velvet shoes. Absolutely. Ooh. But I'm not gonna come decked out that way. Don't hurt. Don't hurt. Now I ain't gonna do it like Don't that. Don't hurt. But Don't but but my viewers and my followers they 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 see me in my my velvets and uh, 
I only can wear it a certain period of time. Good thing the air is on tonight. Um, or I would be burning up, make you think I got a high temperature, make you think I got COVID. Oh, no. that's, don't that's, say that. No, 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 no. That's what. No, that's what. That's what they say. Don't say it. Y'all, hey, y'all don't see what was out there, right? Don't say what they say. They say if if you got a sprained ankle, you got COVID. They say if you if you constipated, you got COVID. That was just a meme. They say they say if you uh if you got diarrhea, you got COVID. Oh no. If you got unemployment, that's COVID. No. They don't. They they. Can 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 a motherfucker get sick anymore? Do people get sick anymore and without it being? Just, just rat, I just want, all right, you, you got it. Why can't I just have like an allergy symptoms or something like because it of pollen? Because the, po- the pollen in the air and you yeah. coughing and sneezing. And it's like, oh, I've, I've been sneezing. And then they decide to dub you as, oh, yeah, you got, I'm like, well, wait a minute. You go two days later, you ain't got it no more. What the hell? You don't put me in the goddamn system. But anyway, we're not here to talk about COVID. Uh, Maybe a little because it is affecting our health care. Oh, it is. It is. And we do have a high COVID um, population in Seminole County. Both of our hospitals in Seminole County were full. Mm. That is our hospital in Sanford. We had no more first beds. Street. You want on First Street? Yes, that's right. On mm-hmm. First Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've been you've been to Bokey. I, I, I live there now. A I'm a resident now. So I, I, I had to know. Okay. Where I'm, where I'm, I mean, I passed through there and. Had to go through there a couple of times, but now I'm a resident. So now it's like, let me go ahead and drive through this city. And, and really we going to give you a bokeh history. History, you know, Do you I, know what bokeh means? I'm, 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 I've been trying to ask somebody that. Oh, this is the one All right, we're going to give you the definition. All, the all right, we're going to give you the real definition of bokeh. So we're going to take care of that. But also in Oviedo, our hospitals went to capacity. So COVID is something that we have to control and have to get under in order to open up our schools safely. Um, That is starting next week Um, in Seminole County here in Orange County. You went to online schools starting yesterday. So we definitely want to make sure that we do get COVID under control, but COVID disparities. I've already had two people in my family that passed away of COVID. Yeah, and you know. um, Absolutely. Pastor Sharp's dad, Rico's father, passed of COVID a few weeks ago, Mm. as well as we know a couple of people who are now recuperating from COVID that were on ventilators. So we do want to make sure that we get this disease under control because we know who it affects more. And we know the health disparities within our communities, as well as we know that we are most of the people that are on the front line as the essential workers. So we do want to get this disease under control, and we do want to get it handled so we can open up and operate our community in a safe environment and open up schools in a safe environment. That is a deep concern of mine. Yeah, because in the state of Florida, our our governor did not accept Medicaid access, um, which would open up to $14 billion coming back into health care in the state of Florida. Wow. that I mean, that that's definitely... That's um, with a B. That's with a B. That's very important because a lot of a lot of people are on the side of whether or not to take the COVID serious, take healthcare serious because it's like, oh, maybe it's just the hospitals just trying to gain money and all this other stuff and have all of you know, a lot of, you know, false positives that are out there just to just to say, Hey, boom, you came in for a toothache, 
And then all of a sudden, well, the toothache was caused by COVID because you're not getting enough blood circulating to your tooth. And that's what the coat, I'm like, really? And then you go back two days later up, well, you, you don't have it. I'm sorry. It was a false positive. So that is, very, that's, that is definitely very important. But, but now, well, the people want to know is the fact that you're running for the state house. 28. District 28. Yep. And like the circuit court judge, they have 20 circuits or whatever. With the Florida House, you're doing 28. And there's like, I got, I know 46, and you got 29, and all these other districts. So, what does District 28 cover? So, District 28 is your northeastern part of Seminole County. So, you're gonna take half of Sanford, okay. you're gonna take the historic districts and Georgetown, mm -hmm. all of that back um, toward the riverfront, take it through our rural areas such as Midway, Geneva, Chiliota, as well as the entire cities of Winter Springs and Oviedo. Little portions of Castleberry as well as Lake Mary where Lake Mary Boulevard meets is yeah, right the northeastern like part of Seminole County. Mm -hmm. And the reason it's like that is because of gerrymandering. And so they that. split because I, I, I live in Georgetown, which is an all-black community. Mm -hmm. um, and I work in Goldsboro, which is your second all-black township created in the state of Florida, founded by two brothers. And same, just a little bit of history. Same brothers from 1887, Movement Eatonville. Same That's brothers. right. Go, TJ. Listen, we, we, we done did that yes. show. We did, we did that show already. We did that yes. show. Yes. We, we did it already, didn't we? Nice. Yeah, I remember telling you about it. And then, then <laughs> yeah, and then he came on and, and said, you know, just Lawrence, like you giving the history? We, we, yeah, I got a, you know, he, 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 this is our new neighbor. You know, All right, so. welcome, welcome. Yeah, I mean, I, I, knew, I already knew about Eatonville, and then, right. you know, and but then when it. You know about the, 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 the district that was once a thriving but, but I, but I But I knew that. Those. I knew that part because I read the history on it, and the difference was between what, how Black Wall Street ended this just ended up more so in a in in with a loophole. With a loophole, basically, like no, oh, no so loophole. We tell the truth. It's like the so city of Sanford stole. That, that no, that's that's what I'm saying. So yeah. it was kind of like one of them and things. The same reason why for Black Wall Street. Why was Black Wall Street disbanded? Well, could they burnt them up or down? Because it was prosperous. It was prosperous. That's right. They were jealous because White Wall Street at that time wasn't doing as well as Black Wall Street. In the same way with the city of Sanford and Goldsboro. Goldsboro was a thriving black city, as well as the mayor of Sanford at that time had embezzled most of the money, Mayor um, Forrest embezzled most of the money from the city of Sanford, which was almost at a time where it could have disbanded and another city could have came and took and taken the land. Yeah. So we could be living in Goldsboro today that's yeah. right. Yes, sir. Yeah, but I, I, we tell the importance. You know, you two are two black men. This studio where you're at is by a black, black man. Black We had and him on the show last week. Kick it a, off. you um, have a production engineer, Who's black? a black man. And so the story we tell, you got the first and second all black cities created in America. And when was um, enslavement emancipated? That's right. And so in 1877, remember during enslavement, we weren't allowed to read or write or have anything mm -hmm. about our own culture. Nope. But here you have two black men, not just living off the land, but incorporating, incorporating their own, own two townships by yep. two brothers. Two brothers. 
that means you had your own tax collector, you had your own mayor, you had Everything. thriving businesses, you had theater, theater, you had your chitlin circuit to bring your entertainment through. And so that's the remarkable story. And we want to make sure that history never repeats itself. That's why it's so important for shows like this to show the diversification that we have in politics. That's why when you saw um, um, candidate Miss Nix come up here and say that, you know, she would be the first black woman to be a judge here in Orlando. That's important. You, you will see it now, but little girls can say, I can do that too. Yes. Just like when we see President Obama or we saw Shirley Chisholm, um, Congresswoman Chisholm in 72 say, I can be president. Now you have a black woman on a major ticket as your vice presidential nominee. Yeah, and we just. The, we, we witness history, but we've also seen history repeat itself. Because how many times have we heard, I can't breathe? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. How many times? How many times have we said mm-hmm. in the streets, um, this is not right and this is not fair in a, in a court system, in businesses, to, from police brutality to health care? Exactly. And, and, that, and that's where we're at right now because, you know, with police brutality being, you know, a common, um, you know, common theme mainly towards, you know, black people um, with little accountability mm-hmm. once it's being exposed, um, you know, police reform is something that's 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 very much needed, you know, at this point, along with, you know, criminal uh, criminal justice reform. Mm-hmm. So with with you running as the House, the, the, the Florida State House Representative District 28, mm-hmm. which you've already done explained, you know, who you're going to be representing, mm-hmm. per well, se. See- that's so, the thing. How we does that work? we run in our districts. That's the people that can vote for me. Yeah. But we affect all the laws in the state of Florida. That's what I was thinking. So I'm that. affecting everything See? from change from the tip mm-hmm. of Tallahassee from Quincy all yeah, the way down to Liberty City. Bam. And all yes, the way uh, down to the Key West. Everybody, everybody. Uh, so everything Overtown. in the state of Overtown, means. yes, yes, all the Lyric that. Theater. All yes, of that. All of that, we we affect and change in Tampa to Sanford to um, to Lakeland. All of it is the laws that we affect. So we want to create policy and legislation that's beneficial to everyone. We know it has not been a fair system. Wow. And and speaking of and that, and we know that in that when we speak to that, the laws in my role, I would be the first woman ever, not just black woman. But the first woman ever to hold this seat. Period. And period. Bam. That's period. what I wanted to hear. Period. And the first person of color, first black, first African American, first Negro ever to hold this seat as well. So mm-hmm. we're making history as well to run for this seat. So for and all the so all the voters that's listening and watching the show tonight. You gotta say it that way. The show tonight. <laughs> so um, that that's there's a lot of people on the fence, you know, about you know who to vote for, why you know should they you know vote for you, and you know why should you know we do you know vote for Pasha Baker? I really don't know a type of deal. Um, what do you tell the people right now? You Bam. know, I'm a big fan of Mr. Robert Kennedy, and I believe that change is made from the bottom up. I'm fighting for the struggling Floridians that I am. My mother was a teacher. My dad was a bus driver. I'm fighting for the struggling um, neighbors that I know from Lawrence's family. 
I'm fighting for those that have struggled, that need a fair shot at education, at health care, and to do something with our unemployment system, to do something with affordable housing. Don't tell me to shelter in place if I don't have a shelter. Mm. I want the system to work for everyone. And right now in the state of Florida, we have a leadership that has failed us. We have something called a hurricane that has been a hurricane since the beginning of time. We are more prepared than anyone to deal with a pandemic. And yet, and still, we have over a half a million cases of COVID, uh, the disease and a virus that we knew was coming. Mm. With failed leadership that affected not only you, but me as well, and everybody in this room. Because by now, we all know somebody that is either had COVID or has unfortunately died from COVID. And that, that's right. Mm. That's right. Or I could not pay your bills. Who do you think those eviction notices next month will hit more? Mm -hmm. It's going to affect the people at the bottom more, not the people at the top. Change was never made from the top down. It was made from the bottom up. We have to change it for those, for the least of us. Wow. And give a helping hand. And I want the legislative of Florida, the fourth largest economy in the United States, the fourth, to be fair to everyone, to make sure you're not just surviving but thriving. But change isn't made overnight, so I need to make those policy decisions with leaders and have different leadership on the ground because that's how bridges are made. One of the things that I was most impressed by was TJ and his friend reached out to me to come to their um, to their Juneteenth festival, but Dan we shout had out to Danielle so Bowman. I see you, girl. You yes. watching? You watching? Yes. And they reached out to me um, for their Juneteenth festival because they wanted to talk about the inequalities. We got about and one minute, but yeah, you got it. You good? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, you know, we. we Thank we, you. And, and I usually had a clock up there somewhere to be like, you know, hey, you got you know twenty seconds to wrap up, but no problem. Um, so we wanted to talk about those inequalities. And he had a rally on Juneteenth to, to not only highlight the history, but highlight how to move forward. And so it's leadership like that and Lawrence that keep pushing and pulling on the outside while we're pushing and pulling from the inside. Because you got to have change <laughs> in the inside. Nobody knows your real name. No. <laughs> what do they call you? Loose, Loose cannon. cannon. <laughs> like a trap called Pepper. The pimp ain't shit, baby. But and everybody. Go ahead on who you're going to do. They be like, who, who is Lauren? She keep talking about this Lauren.